episode 131. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. It's back to the great state of Colorado today. Yes, we're in the Denver area with a fellow alumnus of the Durango Songwriters Festival, a young lady with vocal chops in the camp of Adele, Kelly Clarkson, and Florence and the Machine. Let's have a big collective strap up your seatbelts for Marissa Nicole. Have you heard the news? There is a brand new musical act out on the airwaves called Mercy. This is something that you have never heard before. It's spiritual. It's the truth unleashed. With scripture delivered by Christine Mercy. Along with drums, guitars, pianos, violins, and vocals from singer-songwriter James Kevin O'Connor. Yes, a little bit of heaven on earth. And just in time. Behold, the brand new single from the forthcoming album, I Am Victorious. Yes, Jesus came, he saw, he taught, he preached, he healed, he suffered unimaginable torture, and not only defeated the evils of Satan, but he won the entire war for the entire world. And as he stated in the song, I'm going home, back to the throne, victorious, it's glorious. I've many rooms in my father's house for all of us. It's glorious. Learn to trust in his name. I Am Victorious, the new single, is out now and available on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. Recorded just weeks ago on Music Row in Nashville, Tennessee. Download the single I Am Victorious right now on iTunes, Amazon, and CD Baby. And keep your eyes open for the full album release coming soon. Featuring Come, Bless You, Amen, I'm Afraid, It Is Finished, And yes, the title track, I Am Victorious, available right now. Go to iTunes, CD Baby, or Amazon and download your copy of I Am Victorious today. And keep your eyes and ears open for the new band, Mercy, coming to a venue near you soon. This message is sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Marissa, Nicole, welcome to the Dharmic Evolution today. It's really great to have you on the show. How Thank you, you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. And where are you now? You've skipped around the country a lot. Are you in Colorado? I'm in Colorado now in Denver. Oh, awesome. I love it out there. Hey, have you ever gone to the Durango Songwriters Festival? I have. I have. I went, I've been there twice and um, it was a different experience for me each time, but it's, it's very cool. And there's a lot of great singer, songwriter, musicians, so... Isn't that the most me. amazing um, conference out of all the different singer-songwriter things to go to or musical conferences? I always like that one. I went twice also, and uh, I haven't been back in a while, and I need to get back there. It's been a while for me, too. Well, actually, last year. Actually, it hasn't been that long. Last year, I went, and it was really fun. Yeah. They have. I don't know if you've been to the part where they do... Um, the like after the um the the listening sessions they do these shows right have you ever been to that section of it oh yeah yeah that's the best part (laughs) yeah i was gonna say if you if you haven't been or you know if you've if you've gone that's the one part that you don't want to miss because it's probably it's my favorite part anyway I mean, I mean, the talent there is just amazing and because some of these songwriters are um you know, really famous people in that realm, in the songwriting world. Um, they're not necessarily uh, big stars, 
But, you know, as far as songwriters, they, they really are. I mean, I, I, I went, um, Chuck Cannon was there twice when I went. Uh, Jeffrey Steele, um, Big Al Anderson. I mean, these guys have written like tons of great, great hit songs. And uh, yeah, just amazing the level of, um, of expertise you get there. And people, you know, like, like the, um, just the networking alone. You know, oh, yeah. you know uh, Katie Laurel, who helps run that? I do. It's funny. The studio, I believe she has worked at the same studio that I'm working with. So I don't know her personally, but I heard that she runs a part of it. I'm not sure which yeah. section, but yeah, I have heard about her. Yeah, check her, check her out. She's been on this show. She's on, I forget what episode number, but just you know, scroll through oh, iTunes cool. and you can hear her show, and she's amazing. Hey, and speaking of amazing, let's listen to this song by Marissa Nicole. What do you say? Always, here we go. Words that were 
great song, Always. Hey, that was good. Marissa, tell us about that song. Where did that come from? How did come you wrote that song? So my songs are actually about people in my life. And I've had, I've tried writing just to write a song and it just, does not come out unless it's about someone or, or a situation in my life with someone. So that one is about a guy I fell in love with a few years ago. And it was very, it was a very complicated situation, but it turned out to be a very heartbreaking song. <laughs> oh, wow. Th- these heartbreaks, huh? They always lead to a good song though, don't they? They do always. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Yeah, so tell us a little bit about it. I mean, you don't have to give away the store, but tell us tell us how that worked for you and how your emotions were and what you know, what exactly happened to to make it this. Well, it was a person that I've met actually they're kind of in the music business like I am and um it was a I would say we had a few mutual friends because we were all in the music area. So, um, basically it was like a third party, uh, happening. And to, I think me and someone else also fell in love with this person and it was just really complicated. And I think in the end, you know how it's just really awkward and difficult when you have feelings for someone and you're trying to also work professionally and, you know, right. I think that's how the situation started. And then I was just so heartbroken over it. I, the, my release, my way of releasing it was just to write a song about it. And, um, these, that song always actually came out. It poured out of me. Basically it was like, I needed to get it off my chest. And then after that, it was, it's like a release for me and then it's gone and it's over. Right. Right. It is, it is very healthy to do that, though, no? Yeah. Yeah. So tell us about your songwriting and you growing up as a musician. How did it start for you? Tell us about, you know, what's your, what's your go-to instrument? Did you start formally as a very youngster, or, or how did it all happen for you? Who brought you into music? Yeah, my, um, my dad, he was actually in an 80s hair band. All right. <laughs> so that's how it started. It's it's pretty funny story, actually. Um, he So he was the lead singer in this 80s hair band. And he, as a baby, he would take me to his band practices and his gigs. And my mom would, you know, bring me along um, for his gigs and everything. So we kind of grew up as a musical family. And that's how I was introduced to music. And my parents tell me that I actually learned how to sing before I could talk. And, um, of course, since it was the eighties hair band kind of reference style that he was in, um, the first song I learned how to sing was pour some sugar on me by Def Leppard. (laughs) So I started singing first and then I picked up guitar is my first instrument. So guitar is my go-to instrument first. And I've been dabbling on keys for maybe two years now. So I'm very new with keys. Um, And I've been playing guitar since I was, I started learning when I was 24. So a few years now. Um, 
So mainly songwriting is a lot different each time. It's never the same when I write a song. Um, and it just depends on sometimes I'll have um, this melody stuck in my head and I will grab my phone and pull out um, my voice memo and record a voice memo of it and then pull out my instrument and kind of go from there. Um, sometimes I pull out my instruments first and just sing lyrics and then it just kind of turns into what it does. Right. So that's kind of how it works for me. And then my family, it's a, I've always lived in a musical family. So Yeah, tell us about your family. Like what, what went on there? Who was doing what? Who was playing what? You know, uh, how did that all work for you? Yeah, so my, uh, my dad was the one um, that was, as far as my immediate family, um, my dad, he plays guitar and he sings. So I grew up in basically listening to the same collection of music that he did. And then he would play guitar and write songs around me and kind of pull me into that atmosphere. And I think that really helped with growing into a singer songwriter. And he's more, I would say he's more of a musician um, than he is a singer songwriter. Right. So I think we're different in that aspect, but um, he plays guitar as his main instrument. So he would play guitar all the time when I was a kid. You gotta love that 80s saturation, huh? That really got you going. <laughs> huh? Def Leppard, how can you go wrong with Hysteria, you know? That was just like, right? What an album. I still love Def Leppard. Yeah. <laughs> and they had some awesome songs. So so where did you, like, what, what state were you growing up? What city were you growing up in where you, where you first had all these influences? So... I was born in Toledo, Ohio, and I grew up in Toledo the first eight years of my life. And that was when I believe it was the, the basis of the whole music molding into my life. Um, yeah, that's basically. So, so <laughs> do you, is your family still back there or, you, or did everybody kind of just move to different places? I do have family that still lives there. They also live in a bunch of other different states. I family kind of spread out here and there. So right. the cool thing is, though, I'm, I'm planning some big music things in the future, and I get to utilize their homes and visit my family and see them after a while. So <laughs> I'm excited about that. Smart girl, right? You know what? You got free lodging. You can go anywhere you want. That's awesome. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good way to do a gig schedule, you know? Just say, well, who lives where? Okay, I'm just going to book my gigs all around there, free hotel. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool too because they live in the. A lot of them live in the bigger cities like uh, Austin, Texas, and um, Tennessee, Nashville. Right, some some good places. I mean, Austin and Nashville; those are the two music capitals right now. Yeah, really, really. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, tell me about putting your music together. Like any any solid formula, or just inspiration hits, or do you have a regiment? Like, how do you do it? Like, when you say it's time to do an album, is there something that kicks in and say, okay, here comes my formula and this is how I work? How does it work for you? It's not, I would say it's kind of, I have a list of songs that, a book of songs, basically. Um, what I have done, this is what I've done in the past, is I'll sit down and I'll pull out my book and I'll go through these songs. And of course, I want to pick the best songs to put on an album. Cause I probably have over a hundred songs that I've written. So to narrow it down is quite a feat just because I end up liking all of them because they're a part of me. They're, you know, that I'm sharing with the world. So, right. um, 
I'll do that and then um, pick out a, a certain set that I think um, would go with each other on the album. And I take it to the, the studio and have um, my producer, Glenn Sawyer, listen to it. And he'll take a listen to it and kind of we'll go through ideas and just put it together. Glenn Sawyer. Yes. Any relation to Tom? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> what is what is what is his specialty? Is his like what does he specialize in, in your type of music, or does he do do like pretty much anything that comes down the pike? Yeah, he he basically can he does everything. Yeah. Um, rock, hip hop, R and B, Americana, folk. He does all spec all all ends of the spectrum. And did he do all the? Was he in on all the tracks that you sent over? Like come around? Is he in on? He the, is. Oh, yeah. Let's so let's um, to come around and then talk more about um about the studio and and who was participating. So here we go with come around.
Won't you come around again? Marissa Nicole, tell us about coming around again. So that one, um, I was in an abusive relationship when I was younger and it's basically, if people listen to the lyrics, they will get the full story because I do not sugarcoat anything and it basically is what it is. (laughs) Right. So it's about an, an abusive relationship and just not ever wanting to see that person again. Just don't ever come around again. So how did you, how did you come out of that? I mean, what was the emphasis for you to like, did somebody help you finally um, and say, Hey, this is like really, you know, cause sometimes we get involved in things and we don't even know how bad it is. You know what I mean? We just kind of go with it. And, and all of a sudden you're like, why am I, why am I doing this? So how did, how did help arrive for you? Was it self-help or did somebody reach in and, and give you a hand out of it? How did it work for you? Yeah, it was basically a realization on my own. And I've kind of always had that happen to me. Um, I've had people that were very supportive. Um, and my, my support system is amazing, but, um, the majority of the time, it's something that I always realize that I feel like it happens for a reason. Um, as crappy as that sounds, because you know, it is what it is, but you get to a point where you just open up your eyes and see it for what it is, you know, cause you, you know, when you love someone, it really blinds you to seeing the full picture until it gets to that point where it's just an eye opener. Right. Yeah. And, and sometimes we don't know how bad it is. You know, we just go along and then like when you get distance from it, then, then it's like a, a horror that you, you, you wake up and go, I, I don't believe that this was going on in my life for, for this amount of time. And why did this, this happen? But I think, um, especially if you were younger, I think it's a trust factor. You know, you're trusting somebody who, you know, in your mind, they might be an authority figure to you a little bit, you know, and you're giving them you know, more grace than, than they deserve, you know, or more, more leeway. So, well, I'm glad. And that, this- yeah, that's just it too. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I want but you to continue. Go ahead. You hit it on the head. Cause it's like, once you get away from the situation, that's when you actually see it for what it is. And it's just, it's completely different and it changes everything. Yeah. So you, so you're happier and healthier. Yeah. Well, God for bless sure. you. That, that's <laughs> awesome. For sure. One of Marissa's new singles, Warrior, is competing internationally in the Independent Music Awards. You better get your hiney perpendicular and get out there and vote. Right back to Marissa after these words. You know, in today's world, most people are struggling with something. It may be someone in your life who has a serious illness, a family member who has been incarcerated, death of a loved one, job loss, or one of the many, many challenges we find ourselves immersed in. There is good news, however. And I'm here to tell you about Christine Mercy, spiritual teacher, seminary professor, and songwriter. Christine Mercy, who loves and deeply cares for all people, regardless of race, age, or creed. Dr. Mercy has a powerful ministry called Mercy Worldwide Ministries. This ministry cares for the sick and the dying and the disabled. If you have a need for prayer or perhaps a project that requires support, Reach out today at MercyWorldWideMinistries.com. Let's face it, we all need a trusted mother figure to give us a hand up from time to time. 
Reach out to MercyWorldWideMinistries.com today and check out the programs and resources available to you. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Hey, so let's go circle back to the studio again on this and um, let's talk a little bit more about it. Was it Gary, you said? Sawyer? Glenn. Glenn Sawyer. So Glenn <laughs> yeah. Sawyer, tell us more about the, the you know, the... Um, the um, setup of who is who is in there with you, with you and Glenn and the team, and uh, how did the recording go? What was it like in the studio? Can you share that uh, little bit of inspiration on how it was that day cutting this track? Absolutely. Um, this track is actually off of an older EP, so this is my very first EP, and the one I'm working now is um, in progress right now, um, but. The studio, it's called uh, the Spot Studios, and they're located in Lakewood, Colorado. And there are two guys there. One is Glenn Sawyer, and he is a producer, engineer, and singer-songwriter, musician. And his business partner is Rich Veltrop. And he basically, I would say Glenn is more like, they they take roles, they do the same thing as producing engineering, but Glenn is more of... um, the creative end of it where he will sit down and play um, the music and kind of compose music for the song. And Rich is more of, he sits down and he is the one recording and he's very detailed and um, hears things that maybe, you know, me and Glenn might not hear because he has to be so technical while doing that. Um, So it's a very good dynamic, I think, because they, they blend well together and, where one might be, um, you know, lacking, the other one will pick up that and just, it's a good cohesion, I think. How did you guys meet? How did you get hooked up with those guys? So it's a funny story. Because I love a funny story. <laughs> it's pretty awesome, actually. Um, so I was, you know, born in Toledo, Ohio until, and I moved to California when I was eight years old. And, um, while I lived in California, um, I actually, both Rich and Glenn were living in California as well. And they lived, um, I believe they were in uh, this town called Weed, California. And it was about two, two and a half hours from where I was living. And they used to work at a studio called um, Radio Star Studios with this woman, Sylvia Massey. She was the owner at the time. And Rich and Glenn were um, producers and engineers for her on some of the projects that she was working on the studio. And so it was actually a birthday present. My mother had found a radio star online and she surprised me and she said she bought me a session. (laughs) And so she said, okay, I bought you a session for your birthday. And we kind of, you know, hashed out the details and I was Uh, scheduled to go up there um, and record a a demo with them. And Glenn Sawyer was the one, it was Glenn Sawyer and Sylvie Massey that were going to be working on this track with me. So um, it was about two, maybe two, three days before I actually went up there, Glenn gives me a call and I hadn't met him in person yet. And he's like, I'm so sorry. Something came up. I can't do your demo with you, but 
if, if you want to still drive up there, Sylvia's going to do it and she's going to get a new uh, producer engineer to help you create your track for you. So I was really bummed because he sent me um, demos before and I really liked his work. So I'm like, okay, that's a bummer, but thanks for letting me know ahead of time. Right. And then the crazy part comes in. That's kind of the initial meeting. I hadn't met him in person yet, but we had spoken over the phone and had communication. And then um, about two years, no, it was about maybe a, a year or two later, Glenn moved. We connected on Facebook, and Glenn moved to uh, Lakewood into this place he's at right now. And I would say about another year or two after that, I used to be married, and I'm now divorced, but when I was married, my husband at the time, he found a really great job opportunity in Fort Collins, Colorado. So that was about an hour and 45, two hours away from Denver. And it just so happened to work out perfect. (laughs) We both just ended up moving in the same area. Wow. That's, that's amazing. So, so I, I, that's gotta be the coolest birthday present I ever heard. Your mother giving you a recording (laughs) session I mean, I've never heard of that. Somebody giving that as a gift. That is so cool. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Probably my favorite gift that I've ever received. (laughs) So what is Radio Star? Is that the name of Glenn's um, place? Or or what is Radio Star? Radio Star is the name of the studio that was in Weed, California. Oh, okay. So that was the original studio that I was going to cut a demo at. Right. Hey, you know, speaking of cutting, I think it's time to play the video, okay? How about, we're going to play Telescope right now, and this is really, really cool. Here we go. Won't do you no good if you run from me. There ain't no cheating scheme and my heart won't see. You left your troubles in my head, in my head. You left your secrets in my bed, in my bed. You're like a cover of a book that's been read, baby. I know a line is coming next, coming next. You can't hide from me. There ain't no tricks that you can try on me. I know your every move before you even breathe, baby. Thinking you know something I don't know. My eyes on my eyes on my eyes. Like a telescope. Kissing her when my head is turned. You must be crazy, baby. Haven't you learned? You can't deceive me, silly child, silly child. I don't believe your pretty smile, pretty smile. My intuition can see for miles and miles, baby. Every little scene and everywhere you've been, you. Like a telescope You left your troubles in my head, in my head You left your secrets in my bed You
like a telescope I see. And it's called telescope. And you weren't even using a telescope when you were performing that. That was great. <laughs> so, you, you know, tell us about your finger picking. That's really, really cool. I like your style, the way you go after the guitar like that. And um, how did you come to start, you know, picking that particular style to, um, you know, to bring out the music that's in you? It's very... It's about, for me, it's about finding new sounds and kind of exploring things that I've never really done before. Um, I'm kind of, I feel like the music that I listen to kind of helps with that as well. Right. It's, it's like, I'll listen to it and, you know, it's inspiration for me. And, um, it is basically just finding the sound that I like and experimenting really it's, it just comes out of the blue. You know, you know, when you were growing up and you first decided, hey, guitar is like really my thing. Tell us about who you were like influenced by and inspired by, you know, to start this journey. Like who, who were the people you were listening to back when, when you first started playing? You know, I, I know we talked about Def Leppard and things like that, but give us some of your, um, give us some of your, uh, your faves that like really like tied you to the guitar playing that you're now experiencing. You know, I would say, because uh, I was a, a singer first, and then I kind of picked up guitar a little bit later. So um, my, I would say in general, my big influences are um, the Beatles, for sure. That was actually my very first album um, that was technically mine that I didn't pull from my dad's collection. Right. So I would say the Beatles, and then I was kind of all over the place. Um, when I was younger, I would listen to... Um, like no doubt. So I think that's kind of, I just love Gwen Stefani. Yeah. Oh, they were <laughs> um, hot, right? They were really hot then. Yeah, they were. And yeah. you know, it's, I've kind of grav gravitated away from that just because the, the solo stuff is a lot different than the band stuff. But I think I'm really, um, I gravitate towards like the band rock feel of things. And I think that really, um, makes my guitar playing and my style what it is just because I'm so inspired by that. And, um, I would say a few other artists that I love to this day, I love Patty Griffin. Oh, she, okay. and yeah. it's for different reasons. Of course, she's probably one of my favorite songwriters ever because it, for me, when I listen to her, she exudes so much soul and so much heart in her music. And they're just, heartfelt lyrics that you actually feel, you know, and you right. can tell she loves music and that is like her thing. Yeah. And I can relate to that. And, um, I really like, um, I really love Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. I don't know if you've ever heard of that oh, band. Yeah. I love the, I love that band. Yeah. I'm yes! checking them out. They're on, You're awesome. Um, I love you for loving that band. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. You know, they, they're starting to get some real traction. They're starting to be on, you know, some of the shows, um, you know, later with Jules Holland and places like that on TV. So they're, they're, they're starting to really gain some notoriety, which I'm really happy about because she's an awesome talent and the band is excellent. 
I am too. And I, I totally agree with you. I actually saw her in Red Rocks uh, a few months ago at the end of last year. And she is incredible. And her band, they're just so energetic on stage. And it's so entertaining. And the music is just amazing. And she's just, she's an incredible singer. And it's just a really great live experience. And Red Rocks, I don't know if you've ever been to no, um, Red Rocks. I haven't but seen a show there. And I know that's the place to go, you know, for it, sure. Yeah, and it was my so my very first show at Red Rocks was Grace Potter and the Nocturnals, and it was just it was incredible and just the experience and the view you you make sure you make it down there because it is one of the things that should be on everyone's bucket list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Next time I'm in Colorado, I'm going to do that and Durango at the same time. That's the way. Yeah, to do it. yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, 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 um, so Grace and people like that, Patty Griffin, you mentioned. So, how about, um, how about singers, Marissa? Um, as far as singers that you felt like, you know, not that you want to be, you know, you know, copying their style, but people who really influence you as a vocalist. Um, can you give us some of the some of those, um, you know, people that really, you know, were so special for you? Yes. I would say now it's so, it's so weird because these, these, my influences are, I like them for a lot of very different reasons. Um, Kelly Clarkson is one of them as a vocalist. I love her and voice, her voice. Yeah, I think she powerful. has an incredible tone to her voice and she, the girl can sing. Yes, yeah, she can. And I feel like, you know, when it's funny, when I warm up sometimes, I like warming up to some of her songs because she challenges me Yeah, and it, it gets me, you know, I, I have a pretty, I feel like I have a pretty good range. Yes, um, and I was always in choir. I was always a soprano one, which is the, the highest. Um, but I mean, she challenges me and I love her as a vocalist. And I also Adele as well. She's an amazing singer as well. Um, and I, I actually really like Adele's music too. Yeah, you're hanging with the divas. That's the way yeah. to do it, girl. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I tell you, Kelly was like the very first uh, American Idol, I think, too. She was. Yeah, that's yeah. so. So she set the bar very high. I mean, that was a that was a good call to have her come out as a poster child for that particular show. I mean, she was yeah. just, you know, no disappointment there. I don't think from anybody. So, I'm so glad she won. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad too. Hey, let's listen to I Loved Him All Along.
I loved him all along. Yeah, Glenn Sawyer slaying it on that one with you. You guys are really good together. So tell us about this track. This was really great. So this track, it was, (laughs) I would say I'm really great at writing breakup songs and mean songs. And (laughs) this one is one of those songs that I wrote in about 20 minutes. And it's, you know, it's a simple melody on guitar, but it's, it came out really, um, exactly how I envisioned it in the studio. And it's, um, you know, about another person in my life, but, um, I, I fall, if you haven't noticed, I, I fall for people pretty easily and it makes for really great songs. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say that. So you're doing the Taylor Swift approach. Just keep going through relationship after relationship and you get hit after hit after hit, right? That's the way to do it. <laughs> Basically, that's what it would seem like. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is something we were talking about this while the track was playing about how, um, you know, it seems like, you know, when it's something negative or something so powerful, you know, like it's it, it just overtakes your emotions in such a strong way that the, the pen just flows, doesn't it? It does. And that's how it always is. It's like the things you feel the most. I mean, it's, it's pain. A lot of most songs are about heartbreak and I've written a few good love songs, but there's nothing like a good heartbreak anthem song telling someone to go F off. (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Exactly. Hey, tell us about, um, tell us about social media with you. I wanted to get to that because this is going really fast. What do you do on social media? What are your favorite platforms and what really works for you, Marissa? Social media. I, um, so I have my own website, marissanicole.com and it's Nicole with a K Okay. and, um, I'm, I'm basically all over. If you Google Marissa Nicole, it, all my sites will come up, but I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, and then SoundCloud, Bandcamp. Um, and all those sites will be linked on my website as well. So that's very easy to find. Um, also my, my music is on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. Uh, if you listen to iHeartRadio, it'll, um, play on iHeart as well. Okay. Um, and I, I think the, the platforms that I like using are, I think Spotify is just easy to use and it's one of my go-tos. Plus I have, um, 
I have a workout regimen, so I'm always on Spotify usually, and it's you know it's easy to access my music in my account, and um, I also post what I love Instagram as well because um, I can do like short clips of right. videos on there and new okay. songs that I write. Right. So that and it's just a short clip because I don't want to share the whole thing, but it kind of gives viewers and fans a chance to see like new material and things like that. Right. Tell me about gigging in, in the area that you live in. Do you get out often to gig and do you play solo? Do you do a full band? What's your, what's your regimen or do you do both? The, um, both actually, I've kind of been all over the place, kind of hopping around. Um, I, I play solo right now. So when I normally play a gig, I like to take both my guitar and my keys and it's, I need a roadie so bad because (laughs) it's so much equipment, but it's part of, um, you know, the, the setup that I have. And I, before I, I play solo now, but before, um, I started doing the solo thing, I was actually in a band and we played gigs around Denver and it was, um, you know, when I'm in a band, my music is more as far as live goes, it's very rock influenced and I'm a little bit of everything. So I'm okay with that. Right. Um, but, uh, I played in a band and then I've also played with a stand-up bassist and that's kind of more of like an Americana, um, singer, songwriter, um, adult alternative feel. Yeah. And it's just very different. And I like the, um, I like options and just the different things that it offers just playing in, you know, a band versus playing solo or playing with just one other person. Right. What's the most fun gig for you? Do you like doing like really big shows, little shows, intimate shows? Like what's your fave? I like doing really well. I like, I just love shows, but I would say I like doing, um, bigger shows because, uh, both bigger and more intimate shows. And I'll tell you why, um, bigger shows, because there is a different kind of, uh, set, the song set that I'll bring to that. And it's kind of more of like a hype energy to get everyone going. And it's just super fun. And I like to have fun. And, um, it just depends on really what kind of mood I'm in. Cause it's either let's do this crazy big show, you know, and with all this energy, or I really like the intimate settings too, because it feels like I'm playing for friends and not people that I've never met before. And I have, you know, certain things that I do before I go on stage that really make me feel like I'm at home. And I just, I love that, um, the intimate settings because of that. I feel like I can connect more with, um, the audience as well. Right. So, so as we're, um, into a brand new year now, what are you looking forward to most uh, Marissa, as we're, as you look out the rest of the year, like what's on your list to say, I'm going to do this, this, and this with my career. Can you give us your forecast and what you're most excited about? Yes. Um, so right now I'm still in the process of recording my sophomore album and it's titled city of love. And it's going to be a full album this time. And it's a lot different than the first EP. And I'm just, just that in itself is super exciting for me because there's just um, new elements that are being brought in that, and kind of exploring new territory. And um, that is definitely a process when you go in and record an album like that. So um, I am, I guess this is the official announcement now because I haven't announced this yet. But uh, <laughs> so after the completion of City of Love, I will be planning an East Coast tour um, for the release of that. 
All right, coming back east, yeah, yes. do it, New and it's York cool because I'm, you know, I'm a West Coast girl, and I've been all over the West Coast, and I really haven't gotten to explore the East Coast, so I'm super pumped about that. Yeah, you got to get some New Jersey or New York pizza while you're here. That's the thing I, for sure. That is on my list for sure. <laughs> it's world famous for sure. Well, listen, <laughs> thank you very much today for stopping by the Dharmic Evolution, sharing your stories, your music is really killer, and. um just wish you all the success in the world, Marissa Nicole. Thank you so much for having me, and it was really fun doing this interview with you. Do you ever wonder why you were created and what you're here to do? Then the geography of the soul will help you to find your true place in this world. The music is so inspirational, including tracks such as I Want to Be Loved, State of Grace and Ride On. James Kevin O'Connor is an internationally acclaimed singer, songwriter, music producer, entertainment agent, TV star, and a loving father who leads you to find your true place and calms your mind and soul in breathtaking ways. Buy Geography of the Soul Today by James Kevin O'Connor at iTunes, CD Baby, Amazon, jameskevinoconnor.com, Geography of the Soul, a beautiful CD that you need to own today by James Kevin O'Connor. Sponsored by the James O'Connor Agency. Always come around. Telescope. I loved him all along. One more future Dharmic star on the show today. And now I'm really feeling the pull of that Rocky Mountain High. You know, I miss that whole Denver feel. And of course, the Durango Songwriters Festival. If you haven't been there, you got to check that out. Speaking of checking out, you can check out Marissa on the Dharmic Evolution website, now being downloaded and listened to in countries all around the world. And we're just beginning to sizzle because we have now launched our very own IPTV network that gives us a presence in all countries worldwide. Go over to Crowd Radio TV and check out some of the Dharmic stars that are on that channel right now. We are part of the Film on TV family of channels that runs 24-7, 365 a year. It's Crowd Radio TV, and it's all happening via the James O'Connor Agency, an international talent agency designed to broadcast your global career. The agency website's up and running no matter where you are in your career. We have packages to enhance and broadcast your global career today. Stop by and visit the site. Find out about the exciting work we're doing around the world. Hey, do you need funding for your next album project? Well, go over to the jamesoconneragency.com. Find out what we do for singer-songwriters, musical artists, as well as authors, speakers, and thought leaders. You can also visit dharmicevolution.com. Check out your show and blog profile right now. If you've been on the show, you are now on the site. Marissa is now on the site, and people from around the world are logging in to see and hear all about Marissa's music and her brand. That's it for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor, singer-songwriter, audio-video artist, master storyteller, and international talent agent. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials 
or I see you on TV. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find that freedom is really a simple state of mind. So ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. Pictures in your mind 